Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. Outside of the handful of favorites, I used to hate rewatching movies. What's the point of watching something I don't remember enjoying? It isn't as if there's a shortage of films to experience for the first time, thanks to countless streaming services, but the older I get, I find my tastes begin to change or grow to appreciate subtleties or abstract approaches to filmmaking, which in my youth, or honestly just a few years ago, they did little for me. Particularly when it comes to horror movies, I used to want answers for everything. How was the monster created? Why does it feel the need to kill? Did the hero actually kill it, or will it rise again? These types of questions no longer interest me, as no matter the answer, explanations that my mind conjures up, based on the frightening variables a director presents, will ultimately be more terrifying than a definitive answer. Much like how the third act of a horror film is often the most problematic, as, if we're shown the monster or had everything explained to us, the film ultimately becomes less scary. Beyond the Black Rainbow is a prime example of a film that I absolutely hated on an initial watch just a few years ago. I found it pompous and incredibly pretentious, as it seemed to revel in its ambiguity. Its slow, grueling pacing paired with a lack of any exposition or much dialogue made for a confusing experience that, while visually stimulating, never engaged me narratively. But, on a rewatch some years later, I found the film to be a rewarding example of show, not tell storytelling, as well as remaining a visually stimulating psychedelic experience. Written and directed by Panos Cosmatos, the nightmarish visionary behind 2018's Mandy, Beyond the Black Rainbow is currently streaming on Tubi TV. The film focuses on a young woman named Elena, played by Eva Allen, with telekinetic powers, who attempts to escape from her controlling captor Dr. Barry Nile, played by Michael Rogers, in the strange Aborea Institute facility that she's a prisoner of. Given the film runs almost two hours long, you might be surprised to learn that even the briefest of plot summaries is mostly inferred from what we're shown. There's practically no exposition other than a brief promotional video shown before the film actually begins, introducing us to the founder of the facility, Dr. Aboria, played by Scott Highlands. He informs us that the facility's purpose is to develop a new age of enlightenment and helping others find serenity through technology. Though, the viewer quickly learns that the bill of goods that Dr. Aboria has sold is very different than the reality of the facility. We're then introduced to Lena, who is very clearly more of a prisoner and test subject rather than a patient. There are ever only a few instances of dialogue that mostly serve to establish Dr. Nile as the sadistic and obsessive captor, and we never really actually hear from Elena throughout the film. Dr. Nile interrogates Elena through two-way glass, asking her antagonizing questions to elicit some sort of a response, ultimately hoping to trigger her powers, though she never answers. We feel the fear that others feel towards her without being explicitly told why early on. Rather than be told she has powers, we're shown. In one scene, Elena is able to manipulate a screen in her room that has the Aboria logo on it and makes it play a black and white cartoon program that normally doesn't play on the device. It's subtle, but effective in informing the viewer without overtly saying anything. Likewise, we're shown the reasoning behind Elena's sedated demeanor and minimal use of power rather than being told why. Periodically, the film cuts to an image of an ominous, glowing prism, which the good doctor controls. Depending on the direction he turns an analog knob, Elena becomes either less or more in control of her powers. The power behind the prism, how it's harnessed, or even its creation is never explained. Rather, Panos shows the viewer enough that they understand its purpose 
leaving us to craft our own theories on its specifics. Elena's journey for freedom takes her through various levels of the facility that proves dangerous and far stranger than anything she's encountered before. The film spends a great deal of time away from Elena, though, focusing on Dr. Nile and the changes occurring within himself, which further explain the facility's nefarious backstory, as well as his own. On paper, Beyond the Black Rainbow sounds like a bizarre, but fairly standard sci-fi horror narrative, but it's Panos' stylistic approach that makes this film a psychedelic nightmare that must be seen to believe. From the opening moments, the rip-roaring soundtrack by Sonoya Tavs, a cosmic synth soundscape alter ego of composer Jeremy Schmidt, engulfs the viewer with its hypnotic synth score, an absolute banger of a soundtrack that matches the spectacle of the film's journey through enlightenment and eventually madness. To exploring the sterile and modern architecture of the Aborea facility, as well as the more mind-bending moments that occur in the second half of the film. Floor-to-ceiling mirrors, industrial constructed hallways, red neon lights reflecting off of every surface, it's very much a neon-drenched asylum where the only patient seems to be Elena. It isn't just the strangely constructed facility that's mesmerizing, but the way in which cinematographer Norm Lee captures the film's overall grainy 80s aesthetic. Filming on a 35mm camera, the film has a hazy and almost film-negatives look to it that helps to replicate the oppressive and otherworldly texture of the film's world. It makes for a film that is as much about the search for one's identity and freedom from oppression as it is an intoxicating experience that gets under your skin. No scene is more prevalent of the hellish music video vibes of the film quite like Dr. Nile's descent into another world. In an entirely black and white flashback segment, we see the doctor taking acid before being submerged into a mysterious black goo substance that takes him on a hellish dive into what can only be perceived as another world. Disturbing imagery, red smoke, and steaming skulls flash across the screen. It's an unsettling as it is shocking, only to see Niall emerge from the goo, vomit up a black substance before killing Dr. Aboria's wife with his teeth. Not only intensely disturbing visual that perfectly displays Panos's wholly original corner of the horror genre he's carved for himself, but it is a creative replacement for what could have been a drawn-out exposition dump. Beyond the Black Rainbow is more than likely a film most will not enjoy the first time around. A lack of concrete answers will likely result in many having the same experience I did initially. That isn't a movie, it's more of a disturbing horror music video. And while the disturbing visuals and fantastic score are definitely at the heart of the experience, the film's lack of traditional narrative allows the viewer's imagination to craft its own narrative with the unique variables the film presents. Sure, we never get definitive answers for where the prism's power comes from, or the backstory on the Sentinot, a towering red spacesuit-wearing figure that has a child's face underneath its Daft Punk-esque helmet. What the film lacks in answers, Panos makes up for in crafting the feeling of mind-bending dread that complements these bizarre and unexplainable images. And if you are wondering, yes, this is the perfect Edibles movie. It's difficult for me to specifically say who this movie's for, what it resembles, because it doesn't really resemble anything. I think if you've seen Mandy and you enjoyed Mandy, it's worth visiting Beyond the Black Rainbow. Just do not expect as engaging of a narrative in terms of it being very direct. These are these characters, this is their backstory, their motivations. Beyond the Black Rainbow is much more ambiguous, but it is very indicative of kind of Panos working through a lot of his own unique visual styles and sounds that would go on to make Mandy the masterpiece that it is. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.